Welcome to the Fit and Fierce podcast, a show to inspire and empower you and remind you that we're all a little messed up and that's okay. I'm your host, Megan. And in my personal journey, I realized that the fiercest thing I ever did was to ask for help. I no longer wanted my story to rule me. I was going to own it and share it. And throughout each one of these episodes, I want you to remember that being flawed doesn't make you less. It makes you more. Hey lady, welcome back. I'm going to try my hardest to get through this episode without becoming a mushy, sobby, emotional mess. I'm struggling and I hit my wall energetically yesterday and I'm feeling kind of the hangover of an energetic and emotional crash today and that's going to reverberate for quite some time. Um, And if you're not listening to this in real time, you're catching up. Um, I'm going to talk a little bit today about what's going on in my community, what's going on Um, in our country, in our world, and talking about what in my specific community stemmed from our horrific and absolutely unjust and unnecessary incident where George Floyd was killed by a police officer. And really what's happened as the aftermath of that not even the aftermath because it's still flowing um, everywhere here and probably where you are as well. Um, and honestly, I've struggled so much with humanity in the last couple days. And I know that struggling with humanity is ultimately a struggle with myself. Anytime we are feeling a reflection of emotion or feeling an emotion from somebody else or from something else, it's shining a giant, giant reflective mirror on us. And I truthfully have been feeling obviously not only deep heartache and sadness, um, but I've felt immense shame, immense guilt, um, confusion, and all of the things. And I don't want this to be about me. It's another piece that I'm really struggling with. Um, like I don't want this isn't this isn't about me. This is about he, us as humans together. This is about people that have been hurt and abused and oppressed for no reason. I mean, it's just uh, I'm gonna. Okay, we're going to try, we're going to push through, but um, that being said, what I'm feeling, my shame, my guilt has kept me from speaking out, it's kept me from doing anything proactive, because honestly, I'm really terrified of being tone deaf. You can see, like, I'm just already, like, everything I've said, I've gone back and spun around, and I just... I don't know how to speak what I want to say and the words that I feel in my heart and my head in a way that isn't 
going to offend somebody that isn't going to sound just so naive. Um, and ultimately, like, I just, I can't let that keep me silent. That's what's been a stem of so many of these issues is our fear of offending, of hurting, of saying the wrong thing and not saying anything at all. And guess what? I'm going to say the wrong thing probably 70 more times in this. And I've probably said it a thousand times before this. I know I have, um, but that just can't be any longer. And the only thing that I can take control of is what I choose to do with that. So if I say the wrong thing and somebody approaches me on that, then it is my responsibility to open up my eyes and my mind and accept that and see that and change my view of that. That's all that I am able to do. And that's all that any of us right now, so many of us right now um, can do is just to be aware and to not be quiet any longer. And a struggle that I feel is I know that my heart's pure, but I also see now more than ever my status of privilege. And I saw this and it really struck me because privilege does not mean that your life isn't hard. It doesn't mean that you don't have an obstacle or a challenge or that you have faced horrific things. My privilege, and many of yours listening, privilege is means that I didn't have to struggle with any of those things because of the color of my skin. I was born into a system that was founded on racism. And I've, every single day of my life, benefited from that system. I still benefit. And the, hopefully not, but... For a good chunk of the rest of my life, I probably still am always going to benefit from that. And that's what I have to come to grips with. I believe that everybody is deserving of love and everybody is, we are all one. I believe that. I don't believe that anybody is less or greater than or under or beneath because of what they look like on the outside or what appearance. But I have biases and I've been conditioned to have them. And I struggle so much with knowing that and feeling that. All I can do is work towards bettering that bias, work towards shifting that space. And just because I believe, I believe that we are one and that we are equal and that Racism is something that is not effective in my community, that's not effective in our world. It is. My belief, I say this all the time with so many other things, our beliefs are not our reality. They don't, they're not the reality of the world. It's just this thought in this way. It can make it my reality, but it, just because I believe something doesn't mean that that is true. And so just because I believe that, because that's my experience, that's my space, does not mean that racism does not exist. Does not mean that people do not feel safe because 
of the color of their skin. It does not mean that people aren't targeted and held down and oppressed and treated differently because of the way that they look. I have to realize that. I will never experience what that is like. But that doesn't mean that that's not somebody else's experience. That doesn't mean that just because I don't face it, it is not happening. It is okay to feel shame. I had to tell myself this. It is okay to question what I know. It is okay to put up boundaries for my energy. I had to put a giant boundary up yesterday because I could not take in any more information. I sobbed in the morning and I sobbed at night and I sobbed a good portion of the afternoon. And I can't do that. It's okay. It's not okay to live in the bubble, though, and pretend like just because I have a sunshine boundary around me, that shit's not hitting the fan outside of that. I have to peek out of that boundary. If I don't want this to be continuing outside of me, I can't live in that space. But it is okay to be in there for a while. It is not okay to be silent. It is not okay for me not to share on the platforms that I have because I'm terrified of being tone deaf. I'm going to piss people off. I'm going to offend people. And guess what? I have to be okay with that. But not doing anything is absolutely not okay. Standing back on the wayside and letting somebody else go out there, letting somebody else speak a voice or fight the fight is perpetuating this. And if I truly want this to stop, I have to do action. I cannot just sit back and hope that it goes away. It is not okay for me to live in the world where my rose-colored glasses are because of what I felt and experienced is my reality. I live in this beautifully and ultimately not beautiful, naive bubble because of the way that I grew up. And I'm not only speaking of this of the color of my skin. I'm speaking of this of the love that I had, of the experiences that I had, of the privilege that I've had in so many areas of my life. But that doesn't mean that that's not happening outside of my naive world. People are hurting. People are dying. People are in pain. People are fueled in, by hate and fear and terror And just because it's not my waking reality doesn't mean that it's not existing. That's not okay to be comfortable anymore. We have to push out of our comfort zone. The only way we change is by getting uncomfortable. I say that on such a small level in what else we talk about. But we're talking about a world getting fucking uncomfortable and facing shit that we have pushed down for hundreds and hundreds of years my heart is staying open the change though is that my eyes and my ears are opening even wider than they ever have been that I'm removing those rose-colored glasses and I'm stepping out of my naive bubble 
they're staying that way. My eyes and my ears, they are staying that way. Just as open as my heart is, I have to make the rest of me be the same. And I'm asking you to do the same. It's okay to feel what you're feeling. I've had to give myself that permission. If it's not the best thing, guess what? It's the best that I could do right now in this moment with the tool set that I have. It's okay to feel. It's okay to cry. It's okay to be mad. It's okay to be confused. It's okay to do all of that. But it is not okay to just hope that it goes away and not do something. I don't fully know what that something is, but I am taking it upon myself. It is my responsibility. It is your responsibility. It is each and every person's responsibility to dig into what they can possibly do to learn and to change and to grow and to pivot. Yes, I'm questioning humanity massively. As I see what's happening in Where I live, as I see what's happening in the city next to me, as I see what's happening in the world now. And I just don't understand. But me understanding, again, doesn't mean that it doesn't exist. So just as I'm doing, I'm challenging all of you. So close, (laughs) so close to getting through it without breaking down. I'm challenging all of you to keep your hearts open, maybe even wider than they have been, and definitely to keep your eyes and ears open wider than they ever have been before. Sending you light, sending you love, always. Thank you so much for listening to the Fit and Fierce podcast. If you enjoyed it, please head over to iTunes, subscribe and download so you never miss an episode, and drop me a rating and review. It's the best way to support the show and to keep more episodes coming your way. See you next time.